Hello, I'm Andrew McCauley from Saab Australia, and you're listening to Above and Beyond. Hello, I'm Mike Myers here with another episode of Above and Beyond, brought to you by Regenerating Australia Foundation, or REA as we're more affectionately known. REA's mantra is to engage, inspire and educate students, teachers and industry about the value of STEM education and STEM career pathways. Our goal is to facilitate students becoming outliers of STEM, to go above and beyond and to become leaders on the world stage. Engaging students in things like STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, maths, requires a number of inputs. Certainly teachers have a big impact, the projects the kids work on, but one of the most important things I think is industry. And our discussion today with Andrew is about the role industry can play in engaging students. So, Andrew, firstly, maybe you can tell us a little bit about Saab Australia without giving away any secrets. Saab Australia is a defence and civilian systems engineering company. We're operating across a, a number of projects in Australia and we are rapidly growing. When a student um, joins Saab, they enter our graduate program and that's a program we run for uh, two years and they undertake a variety of different activities within that program. But essentially for the second part of that year, a big part is to work with Reengineering Australia and we send out our graduates working with schools, mentoring within the uh, Substance Schools program. I gather you're, you're bringing students out of university, you don't get them out of school as such? Yeah, that's right. We employ uh, graduate engineers. Uh, are they one particular brand of engineer or a classification or do you take them from lots of different areas? No, we take engineers from a variety of different disciplines. We have software engineers, mechanical engineers, electrical engineers um, and systems engineers. Why do you get them involved with substance schools? Well, there's a couple of reasons. One is the giving back into the uh, general community. But I suppose the second part is their actual development. As young engineers in the business, they actually get to go out and work and become leaders at a very young age. And does that have an impact on the quality of your graduates? Absolutely. What are the skills that you think they pick up out of that process? Well, they get to learn some mentor skills, some leadership skills very early on in in their career, which they wouldn't otherwise uh, really get a chance to do. So I gather they go out and work in the classroom with the students? They're working with the students. They can be anywhere from teaching some of the theoretical elements of whatever engineering project they're working on with the students to actually some hands-on practical skills. Given that we need a lot more um, people into the defence industries, particularly in South Australia, the role that industry and schools play, should kids be taken to industry or should industry go to where the kids are? Which is the best philosophy for getting a result with with the students? Personally, Mike, I think this is industry's responsibility. I think industry should be proactively reaching out to be involved in programs such as this. And the reason that I say this is a number of defence industries growing across Australia at the moment, all industries are trying to recruit from the same pool of graduates. What we need to do is we actually 
need to increase the number of high school students that are choosing to study engineering. And therefore, by increasing the input into engineering, we have more and better quality of graduates coming out of universities. So essentially, that is one of the main reasons that Saab has a big focus on uh, high school-based STEM projects, of which um, one of them is a significant involvement with uh, Substance Schools. So how much time does one of the graduates spend with a a school involved with Substance Schools then? We send our graduates out uh, once a fortnight out to the schools. So they could be mentoring a team for uh, anywhere from uh, one to two hours every fortnight. In the process, um, we notice here this South Australian final for substance schools that the, the girls are outnumbering the boys four to one. I know you've mentioned to me a few times the importance of diversity. Yeah, absolutely. I remember going back five, six, uh, seven years ago, I was actually in a role where I was heavily involved with the recruitment. And uh, I was very conscious at the time that we were only ever um, re- recruiting a, a, a very high proportion of, of males. And when I went and spoke to the universities, it was quite clear that the real problem was that it wasn't a large percentage of females actually even doing engineering programs. So the true way to solve that is through high school programs and um, getting a better balance of a diversity coming through. And what we're seeing with the program of substance schools is just quite remarkable where we see more females participating than males in the in the program. So it's, it's fairly exciting because as a result of these programs, I can see that we'll have a higher percentage of females actually starting engineering degrees in the future. We're seeing kids here that are as young as 10 and 11 years old. Yeah, absolutely. Think, you don't think that's too early? No. I actually think that if we're going to make real change, we can't just focus in year 10, 11 and 12. We actually have to focus down at the upper primary or maybe early secondary in the sort of middle years. And that's because we need to capture children in the formative years. You know, we need to capture their and spark their interest so they actually are thinking about studying engineering. They're thinking about maths and science. By the time they're in year 12, I actually think it's too late. Given subs in schools, what is it that you think stands out quite remarkable or different from kids that just do normal school? Look, for subs in schools, when you get it right, you'll get a teacher that completely integrates it into their uh, curriculum. So they balance it across their classwork. But the kids within this program, it's an all-rounded program. It's not just build a device. And that goes across the substance schools or the F1 in schools or the 4x4s in schools because they're all really following that same pedagogy. So it's the balance of leadership, project management, marketing, engineering as a complete team that comes together. What are the things that industry on that basis really wanting from kids? Is it those soft skills rather than what they're getting than hard knowledge? Look, I would say it's a balance between the two. We need, the, we need the technical hard knowledge, but we also need those soft skills as well. So which of those stands out? Communication, teamwork, as well as those uh, technical skills. <laughs> um, of the uh, kids that you've seen here in your engagement with subs, have any of those really stood out to you and why did they really spark a light of fire, if that's the term? Look, I think from my observation here, what we see is um, children that um, gain a new sense of confidence. They, you know, they're able to present, you know, at ad hocly and confidently, and yeah, they just, you know, another dimension comes to them. Now, Saab did about eighteen months ago travel with us to the UK. We took some winners to the, and they got to experience many, many things over there. Do you think that trip had an impact on the kids, or what kind of impact did you think it had on them? That would have been the Triton boys. Yep. 
Yeah, so those boys, you know, 18 months on, I've still heard stories about those boys reminiscing from that trip, um, the experiences, the, the confidence, the learning. It's a wonderful experience. What is it about uh, doing a project like subs or F1 or whatever it might be that's different from just playing schoolwork? Is it the connection to real-life problems? Is it something that the kids can connect to? Is that the driver, do you think? I think it is connecting to the project, but it's also the team element of it. So they they solve their problems as a team and they really get that sense of uh, camaraderie um, when they actually achieve. It's a, it's a real-world problem that they find a solution to and are able to present. Listening to one of the presentations earlier from the kids and uh uh, uh, mentioning the names of their sub engineers that were coming and talking to them as if it was a member of their team. Do the, do the um, graduates enjoy the process as much as the kids? Absolutely. Our mentors that we send out to the schools, they always speak positively of the experience. And in a lot of cases, we're finding that at the you know the last minute or the few weeks before the competitions, the mentors actually come to us and they ask, are we allowed to go and provide extra assistance, which I think is a truly positive uh, situation. So it's, it's always a yes. So if you were to uh, talk to a teacher, um, or maybe we'd start with you, if you were to talk to your younger version of Andrew McCauley, what would you tell him about careers in defence industries or about engineering? I know you're down the track of that, but what would you tell yourself now? I'm not sure what the answer to that is. I suppose when we look into the market right now, when we look to defence engineering, we've got a number of large major projects happening that are just truly exciting. We've got the Future Frigate Program. Once that hits the water, it will, it will be in service for 30 to 40 years. We've got the Future Submarine Programs. Uh, that, you know, these are massive engineering uh, projects which are going to go for many decades. So why would you tell a student to go and take up engineering and not accounting or law or something else? You know, when you undertake engineering, you get to solve uh, real-life problems to help real people. It's a very short answer. <laughs> In talking to the chief scientist, he was uh, proposing that engineering is becoming such important in our era, we're entering, entering an era of engineering, that engineering is becoming a foundation degree because it gives you those foundation skills upon which you can learn any industry or any job or any role. Is that a fair comment from your perspective as an engineer? Yeah, I think so. You know, as an engineer, you're always solving problems. So when you look at a career like mine, uh, which has progressed into management and now into uh, program management across a, a number of projects. Every day is a new challenge. We have to learn new skills and we have to s- solve problems. So an engineering degree as a foundation, we are taught to solve problems, break down the and decompose the problem and get to a solution. So, so given that um, in schools there is a push for what is classed as STEM, so science, technology, engineering and maths, and, and I think that's a bit more of a, an acronym rather than concept it was really about bringing a whole lot of things together is it fair to say that a career as such doesn't like your follow doesn't follow stem it's a whole set of things that's STEM, correct stem is just a doorway yeah that's correct the biggest thing probably which stem doesn't actually encompass is all of the soft skills to be honest you know the actual working with people the presenting the communication teamwork element Maybe there's another letter which we need to add onto the STEM. 
to encompass all of the soft skills. My perspective is that they're the underlying things, that the most important things for kids to learn at school are analytical capacity and communication. If you can, because they're things that build on each other all the way through your life cycle. You can put then maths and science and history and geography on top as little pieces, but your ability to communicate, your ability to solve a problem are fundamental to everything we do in our life. Yeah, absolutely. Those that know me well would know that I just can't help myself, but if there is a is a problem, I'm always one of the ones that actually wants to get in and help to solve the problem. If you were to talk to a teacher, what, was your, what would be your recommendation about programs like subs in schools? What do they need to prepare for? What do they need to think about? What are they going to be ready for? If a teacher wants to get involved with a program like subs in schools, they really need to be prepared to put in the time and the commitment. It's, it's not a project which you just do overnight. It is a project which you um, have to have uh, a lot of dedication and commitment to. But having said that, there is the framework which you can fall back upon. So, you know, reading the material, understanding the material, and then just, I suppose, getting involved and starting off with the program. Well, I'm glad we had a chance to talk to you. I think it's the role that industry plays in getting involved in inspiring students uh, is quite important, particularly for boys. Uh, the role models are critical to their process. For girls, it's about providing some inspiration and in how they can play a role in the in society. I thank you for coming along and having a chat today. Thanks, Mike.